Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. All right. Thursday, December 30th, but it's actually Tuesday, December 28th at night right now. You know, holiday schedules. The boys are grinding. A little, uh, little slow start here. We've only got two of the three, but don't worry because the third seed is coming in hot soon. He's like Jamal Crawford off the bench, basically. You know, six man, first man up. That'll be Adam. He's joining. But of course, right now, Owen, he's probably the furthest away from where he usually is. So what's up? Uh, Not much. I've just been... Um, like Phil said, I'm out of town right now, enjoying uh, the last bit of the holidays, but, uh, you know, always excited to talk sports, so we're here. You're like Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, yeah, one could say. Yeah, Owen yeah. A. Smith, that's you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Basically. I'm also out of town, but, you know, we stay repping. Alex got to hold down the fort right now. What's up? Yeah, I'm defending Calgary right now. I'm, uh, the boys are all <laughs> out of town, but it's it's good. Um, but, yeah, we're... Uh, Still grinding on that holiday schedule, so, you know, we're, we're blessing you guys. Yeah, I mean, so, hopefully yeah. nothing crazy happens on uh, Wednesday the yeah. 29th. I mean, God forbid. If something yeah. does, uh, you're out of luck. No, yeah. Not much to tell you. But I get the feeling that it won't be. Um, <laughs> Tuesday, December 30th, do you guys know why this day is so special? Because <sighs> it's our first episode after, like, the greatest episode we ever dropped. Um, True. True okay. fact. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you haven't listened to the year-end special, go back and listen to that because that was a banger. Yeah. But this that day was... is so special because it's the king. It's LeBron James' 37th birthday. Mm, Basically yes. a national holiday. Washed king. Well, uh, not so washed. But if you're doing that in the un- in like the sarcastic washed king way, respect. Mm-hmm. But if you're actually saying washed king, nah, take a break. Take a break. Red no. card. Settle down. Watch some Lakers basketball. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing it in the like you have a big dunk and then you hashtag Wash King like the night after, like the same night. After okay. Yeah. Against the He's, magic, uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Wash. Exactly. Wash to GM. <laughs> wash GM. Yeah. We'll go with that. He, I think he was just never a good GM. He's uh. <laughs> yeah. There's he, a like chance. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like the T Wolves GM who took Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio over Steph Curry. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's LeBron GM right there. Um, it's episode 68, and um, as Owen alluded to last episode, again, go listen to it, but usually we talk football after a Sunday of NFL football. We didn't get the opportunity to do that because we wanted to drop the greatest episode of all time, sue us, I mean, whatever. Um, yeah. yeah. But as a little consolation, we didn't get to talk about the games and the results. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh whoa, whoa, just in time. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Right before the first story, here he comes, connecting to audio, Adam's phone. Adam's phone. Let's uh, go. Just in Adam, time. You're just here after the intro, buddy. What's up? What's up, boys? What national day is it today? It's LeBron James's 30th birthday, or 37th oh, birthday. Basically 30, though. Adam's talking through a soup can. He's got one of those like things in like Home Alone. You connect the soup cans together with the string. Okay, I've been told it wasn't that bad, but <laughs> okay. Like, like what can I say? Upgrades are upgrades are coming soon. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Last show with Adam's bad audio. Let's get that on the record right now. Mm-hmm. No cap. Adam, you're just in time, Adam, because we haven't talked about anything yet that would have be be of interest to you. But now we're going to talk about the AFC, buddy. You ready? Oh, I'm excited. Let's go. Division winners. We got Tennessee, Kansas City, and we got probably Buffalo and then probably Cincinnati. We can say that. But the wild card, it's going down to the wire. There's a lot of them in there. So for the mouthful I'm about to give, New England, Miami, Baltimore, Chargers, Vegas, and I'm going to be nice because it's still the season of giving, and I'm going to give a shout-out to the 7-7-1 and Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> and the 7-8 and Cleveland Browns. They could all make it. Oh, so... If uh, do you like one of those wild card teams more than any other to like go in I and do. pull off an I upset? Do. You do Pittsburgh? I uh, no no no. I love <laughs> Indianapolis. I've loved them for like four weeks now, um, mm. and Congrats. I think they could. I thank you, Adam. I think they could. Uh, uh, I think they could. I think out of any team, I think they're the most likely to pull off an upset, and they've looked the best in my opinion. You think so? Even with the Wentz situation now, where he does have COVID, and there were some Phil Rivers rumors Phil Rivers. going around. Don't Might mean to frighten the fans. Whoa, I didn't say it. He might be the greatest Actually, quarterback of all time. So, I mean, yeah, it's kind of an upgrade. The last one. You remember, yeah. 
you like one of those wild card teams, Alex? Uh, I yeah, I mean, I agree with Owen. I love the Colts. I mean, we've talked about them. Just you know, all the good things they can do. Uh, in regards to Carson Wentz, his COVID situation, I think he should throw the kitchen sink at it. Um, you know, try and cut that. Try and get you know test negative in like three days instead of the regular whatever it is six seven days. So try and throw everything you can at it. Um, he's good at that. Um, but I kind of. I, I still kind of, I think we've forgotten about Baltimore just a little bit here, just given that, uh, you know, Tyler Huntley's been playing, I think, the last couple of games. Um, I'm still not sleeping on the Ravens. I think, you know, you get Lamar in there. He's a game changer. He can do a lot of crazy things. So I think if they can sneak in, um, the Dolphins, I mean, not going to lie, as great as their, you know, seven straight wins have been, I do not want to see them in the playoffs because the seven wins they have um, had are against horrible teams. So I'd prefer maybe, you know, the Ravens or the Chargers get in there. I love it. I love it. Adam, I should have fed you the ball probably right away because you're you're coming in hot off the bench like a cracker. Yeah, it it's like when Dion Waiters used to check in and just start chucking threes. So uh, I was what thinking it's like, it's like when your parents are driving you to the basketball game, but you're late for warm-up, so the coach benches you for like the first five minutes. It's like one of those <laughs> situations. That's an experience Adam has never had. <laughs> oh. Okay, never well, late. Gosh. Never late, including to this podcast. Never. He just came True. off the bench today. That's it. Exactly. Uh, AFC wildcard, what you like there? I mean, I would say I like the Steelers, but I'm not sure what I watched this weekend. But I'm I'm still going to say I like the Steelers. I think they can get it done. I believe in them. Wow, look at that. What a nice uh, little sentiment there. And we'll we'll talk about them later in the walk of the week and everything. I mean, somebody oh. may walk them. Somebody. <laughs> somebody. I don't know. Maybe I'm tipping a hat there. Uh, um, and then the NFC, it's, it's probably a little clearer. We got Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Dallas, and it looks like the Rams with the way the Cardinals are playing and their tough opponent this weekend. Um, and then the wild cards, you know, Arizona, San Francisco, Philadelphia, I'd probably say. But, I mean, if you could pick an NFC team to represent them in the Super Bowl right now, because I don't think any of those teams in the wild card round would be sort of considered probable or likely to uh crack the playoffs or crack the second round of the playoffs sorry what team out of the nfc you think has the best chance to make the super bowl right now um um i don't there's some good teams here for sure that's uh no question there i guess maybe kind of the obvious answer would still be the bucks i I think they've been playing well but you know having a good one out there for the out for the year um they're dealing with a lot of injuries i mean they're in the reports all every day um with different sorts of injuries but kind of feel like uh the Rams have kind of turned a corner here. They had uh, two uh, two bad losses there, uh, I think, in a row, and they've rattled off four straight against the Cardinals, Seahawks, Vikings, uh, the Jaguars before that too. So um, they're looking hot, and I think it's all about you know getting uh, what what team's hot at, at that certain point. So, uh, I mean, I picked them to win at the start of the year, so I'll just kind of stick with them. This Look time at that. Around. Man's sticking to his guns. I can respect yep. it. Oh, and you, uh, you definitely had Tampa Bay to start the year. I remember that. So are you going to stick with that and make it two for two on sticking? Um, you know what? I think I am going to stick with Tampa Bay. Uh, and I think that right now Green Bay is probably the scariest team. But I just think the uh, factor of, of playoff, you know, kind of performance and playoff experience, not that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers don't have experience, but I think uh, I would give the edge there to, uh, to Tom Brady and the Bucks. So uh, I'll take them to come out of the NFC probably. Okay, two weeks to go. So there's still time to change that prediction before playoff time, but as of right now, and Adam, I'm going to leapfrog you because uh, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I think Dallas is probably going to win the NFC. Let's I go. I don't trust Green Bay's defense to be able to get stops. You can move the ball against them. Uh, Tampa Bay, there's just been a lot of, you know, I don't know what I, I don't know what I'm seeing. And I know Godwin's a big loss. The Barrett's not healthy. They're losing pieces. Dallas has been able to stop teams. They can move the ball against all these teams. I know scoring's not going to be a problem. I hate that I'm saying it, but I think Dallas will probably win the NFC. So you as really of, trust Dak over right Brady, Rodgers, Stafford? Uh, I, listen, you say the words Mike McCarthy, and I might change my mind, so let's just go to Adam right away before I start thinking about it too hard. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys too. I mean, I don't think you really need to trust Doc with the way the defense has been playing and Tony Pollard run game. Like, everything is just working. Tyron Smith is coming back. Like, when you have the best receiving core in the league, you don't really need to put too much pressure on the QB. So, I like the Cowboys to come out of the NFC pretty comfortably here. What a guy. I mean, let's go. All right. Okay. Owen was making faces the entire time. So, if you want a rebuttal, go ahead, bud. I'll give it to you. Yeah, no, I think that's. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll see, but I think that's a pretty terrible take. 
uh, I don't think that uh, I don't trust Dak. I don't trust them to stay healthy. And uh, I think that uh, they'll get exposed. Okay. All right. That's not a bad take. There's been worse takes out there. Um, A big injury in the NFC. We got Jimmy G. Um, He's got a chipped thumb. I didn't know you could do that, but apparently he's got a chipped thumb. Yeah, it sounds He tore something on his elbow, right? Well, in his thumb. Oh, that was was in his thumb? Yeah, torn ligament in his thumb. Don't worry, I was going to get to that. Don't worry. Um, (laughs) But uh, anyway, that seems to me like chipped thumb thumb would keep you out longer than, you know, doubtful for this week against the Texans. To me, that's what it seems like, (laughs) especially when it's Jimmy G and uh, he's, you know, Mr. Glass. So uh, I'm going to say that he's probably doubtful for the rest of the regular season, just if it was my guess. Um, Two remaining games for San Francisco are Houston, and then I think it's the Rams. Yeah, at the Rams to finish. They probably need to win them both. They could get away with winning one, but you'd probably need to win both. So I just wanted to know what you guys thought, because Trey Lance, I mean, he could be coming in here this weekend. And uh, do you think we've seen the end of Jimmy in a Niners uniform? If so, if Trey Lance does well? I, I think we've seen the, the end of uh, Jimmy. I think we saw in the game against the uh, against the Titans there kind of what a little bit of a, a contrast between a Jimmy G and uh, Ryan Tannehill. And I'm, I'll give flowers to Jimmy G because he's had success in the past, but I think he kind of got outclassed in that game. Uh, and then, you know, I think we saw a lot of support for the Trey area starting Trey Lance and a lot of people that were kind of upset with Jimmy G. And then there was even, you know, there was the tweet that was liked by John Lynch that uh, he doesn't, I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was, it was, it was an anti Jimmy G tweet. And then he had to send another tweet out about how it was an accident. So, I mean, you make that, make what you will of that. But uh, I just think the tides are kind of turning against Jim in San Francisco. And I think he's shown that he's a good, he's a capable quarterback. And with the right system, he can be successful, but he's not uh, the type of quarterback that'll win you a Super Bowl. So time to move on. He could maybe get you within a touchdown of a Super Bowl, maybe. He could. Yeah, but maybe not win it. I agree with you there. Um, any support for Jimmy before Adam obviously does it, Alex? Um, I'm still going to stick to Jimmy. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he'll find a home somewhere else, not in the Bay Area, because, um, I don't know, I feel like Shanahan's been kind of nasty to him in the media. Um, and I think the reports even leaked like a couple weeks ago, like they're for sure moving on from him uh, after this season ends. and. Obviously, drafting Trey Lance indicated that pretty big time. So, um, do I like their chances with Trey Lance? I honestly don't know because this is uh, quite a high stakes environment that they're putting them in here. Um, I wouldn't even be surprised if they lose to the Texans. If I'm like, I know that's wow. kind of a hot take, but I, I haven't seen enough take. from Trey Lance to you know just be super confident that he can you know win these two games. Uh, the 49ers, um, you know, with the, with a rookie QB might be difficult for them. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not super confident in the 49ers now with this rookie QB who played at North Dakota state forever. Yeah. I see. Also on that note, on the Texans note, Mills, dollar, dollar mill. He's looking good. <laughs> he looked good last week. Like he, I don't be know. Nice. He's the new Mike Glennon. He, he is. I think he's better than Mike Glennon. I, I don't know what I'm seeing, but Human I know Q-tip it's not part bad. Two. Yeah. Well, He's a little, he might be the human toilet plunger with that neck. He's just got the crazy one going. So dollar dollar mills is kind of good though. Like Texans might not need to draft a quarterback. Deshaun Watson just might be, uh, you know, just out of a job yeah. completely. Hey, yeah. hold the clipboard for Davis, bud. Like, uh, let's, let's slow down on finding you a new home. Let's see if you can hold this properly. Forget uh, about Miami. Yeah. Literally. Controversy. Yeah. QB controversy, dollar, dollar mills. Um, Adam, you got a Jimmy G take in there in the chamber, make fire fast, get the Dion's waiters in there. Listen, I'm just saying it was tough being a Jimmy G fan this weekend. Lots of fans of the show were texting me. They were talking to me about the Tannehill, Jimmy G, whatever. Lots of people are staying up to date with the controversies. Listen, I don't know what to say. You guys win this time, but you, you won this battle, but we'll win the war. Okay, what if he ends up in Cleveland with your boy Stefanski? Then all of a sudden he might be onto something. Exactly. You never know. Forever, Jimmy G fans are Adam and I. For real. You boys hold down the fort. Owen and I are on dollar dollar mills. Tannehill. Oh, and Tannehill. Team Tannehill. We just like the AFC South. Yeah. What is there to say? Especially if Rivers comes back. Um, 
before i mean i guess there's no real other sports topics we're kind of at that point where it's like post christmas in between the new year you know there's really nothing happening everybody's kind of out and about doing their things um so covid hasn't helped either no be honest yes yeah maybe not so out and about i don't know well out in five days as you know (laughs) um but we're on to week 17 picks um i said on a previous show that we would just end the pick segment and the lock of the week and Adam had already won. But then I remembered there's a little something called the NFL playoffs. That was a mm. bit of a mistake on my part because this is going to keep going into the playoffs. So you know what, Adam? You haven't locked it up yet. And to make matters worse for you, one in five last week and a lost lock. Ooh. Pittsburgh plus 10.5 lost. You put the hijinks on it. So how does it feel to know the X beside your name is now erased? Yeah, um, what what was I doing walking Pittsburgh? Like like I said, I don't know what I was watching that game. I mean, I didn't watch it, but I rewatched it <laughs> afterwards. Like I didn't watch it live, but I did go rewatch it because you know it's your lock. You have to you have to do the do the digging. Look at this. Wasn't guy. very happy with that, but um, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. I'm gonna have to, to take a new strategy to the picks this week, and you'll see it. You'll see it happening. Let's go. I'll see it. I can't wait to see it. I was going to say, it's always healthy rewriting the playbook in like week 17. That's always good. That's how you know you got a good system. Back to the drawing board. We got to write the ship. It's like he's like Cliff Kingsbury right now. Cliff Banani in the the booth right now trying to figure it out. I was three and three, and uh, my randomized lock of picking Philadelphia won. So that was a good tr- technique. Maybe I'll try it again this week. I don't know. Um, three and three and a win and a lock win is usually pretty good on this show. But Alex, four and two and a lock win, Tampa Bay. Congratulations, bud. Yeah, that was uh, one of my best, I think, records in a while here. So it feels good. I feel like I've turned a corner kind of here. I think I've been on a hot streak with my locks. I think I've gotten oh. like three right in a row. So it's pretty good. Don't jinx yourself, bud. Nope. Slow down. <laughs> and uh, speaking of red hot, Owen, five and one and a lock win for you on the Jets, no less. Congratulations. Yeah, I, mean, I would say I was surprised, but uh, I wasn't. So, you know. Yeah. Dual threat. Yeah. Um, no more Thursday night football. As Alex has been saying for, he's been saying a couple of shows now. One week he said four more Thursday night footballs. Yeah. One week he said two more. Now we're officially at zero. You're going to miss them more than anybody, I think. That's it. That's it. Yeah. No more Thursday night football. It was great while we had you. And uh, do we have any Monday nights? One more. This week. The one more. Actually, there there's a Monday there's night a playoff thing. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So that's going to be good. So two more in theory. Um, because there's no Thursday game, I just picked the best games from Sunday and then obviously the Monday game. So the best games from Sunday to start, morning game, Rams at Ravens. Um, lines at Rams minus three and a half right now on the road. Ravens, I would assume they'll have either Lamar or Huntley back over Josh Johnson. Um, I'd guess probably Lamar. That's probably why the line is three and a half. Uh, Rams off four straight, as Alex mentioned earlier. Ravens really need this one to stay alive at home off a loss. What are you guys thinking here? Yeah, um, I will keep taking the Ravens. I do this every week and it never works, but I just feel like Lamar is actually good and he's just tricking all of us. So I'm kind of waiting for the trick to uh, fall and I'm just going to take Lamar once again. I don't know why I keep doing this to myself, but this seems like two pretty good teams and a field goal is enough for me to take the underdogs. So I will take Ravens plus three and a half. What do you think, Alex? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Rams actually here. They've been super hot and uh, Lamar, I'm kind of contradicting myself here, but uh, Lamar's Lamar hasn't played the last two weeks. So um, it's going to be tricky and the Rams are no joke for, for sure. So um, Stafford's looked great and Cooper cup. That's just been like one of the best connections all year. So um, I, I think I'm going to go with the Rams, just given how good they've been playing recently. Owen, what you got? <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Ravens here. Uh, and I think we kind of saw uh, their, how, how good they can be really with either Huntley or Lamar against Green Bay, which I think is a, probably a better team than the Rams, where this last week, I guess notwithstanding, they have a pretty solid defense uh, that can keep them in games. And Huntley or Lamar, you know, sub whoever you want in there has proven that they can kind of push the ball downfield so uh yeah i think i think this game will be pretty close and uh i would honestly take 
Baltimore to probably win this game outright, although I think it'll be very close. I mean, I'm, I respect that take. I just don't – I don't think Baltimore is the same defense anymore that they did earlier in the season. We saw what Cincinnati did to them. And it's not that I like what I've really seen from Stafford the last couple weeks either. I'm not hot on the Rams. I know they can lock up their division with a win and a Cardinal loss. So I think they're going to have a little motivation to come out and pre- play a pretty good game. I like them to win this one, but it's more – I just don't trust Baltimore. I think they've had too much go on. And uh, I like the Rams to win that one on the road and put it away. But uh, split room there. I mean, it's going to be a good game, so I'm looking forward to that one. I got the Chiefs and the Bengals next. This is probably probably the game of the day, I would say. It's in Cincinnati. Cincinnati win, and they clinch the division. However, I mean, you do play the Chiefs, so you're not really expected to win. So it's uh, Chiefs minus 5.5 on the road. Chiefs are going for their ninth win in a row, and uh, I just like them to get it, and I like them to win by 7. I don't really... I know they have, I think they clinch home field throughout the playoffs for the AFC if they get the dub and they get that bye. And then obviously they'd be able to rest people next week against Denver if uh, they did get that win. Um, they'd have nothing to play for, obviously. So I like Kansas City to win that one uh, probably by seven. But I I could see it going either way since he could sneak in under the line. What you think, Adam? Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals here. Um, like I said, I did watch that Chiefs-Steelers game, and I wouldn't even say I was that impressed with the Chiefs as I was unimpressed with the Steelers. So I just feel Me? like this... <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> I just feel like this line is a little too big, and I believe the Bengals can keep this one close and maybe even pull out a win. This game means quite a bit to them, so I will take the Bengals. Alex, what you think? Yeah, I'm I'm uh, agreeing here with Adam, 100. It's a it's a huge game for the Bengals. They're playing at home, and I've been I've I'm trying to bet against the Chiefs. I keep thinking they're gonna have a kind of a they're not gonna cover because they've been covering every freaking time. But I think th- you know it's time that uh, you know the Bengals uh, finally at least cover. Um, and I think they're a really competitive team, and they've uh, they've uh, impressed me here. They kind of had that midseason slump, but uh, I think they've been playing better of as of late. So uh, I'm gonna go with the Bengals here. Oh, and are you going to split the room? I am, Phil. Uh, I think that uh, Kansas City, I think, has covered either the last five or six weeks um, consecutively. So so they're pretty obviously on a hot streak. We obviously saw what they did last week. Um, and then I think, you know, Cincinnati obviously is playing the best ball they've been playing, or that they've played all year. So that makes it a bit tough, a uh, bit tougher to, to make this call. But I just think Kansas City uh, – what they tend to do, I think that other teams don't, is they tend to uh, just when it comes to the towards the end of the season and playoff time, they hit a gear that other teams don't have, and I think we're starting to see them get there. So I'd like them to win by probably about a touchdown as well. I like it. I like it. Uh, so that's a divided room there on that one. Two divided rooms. Wow, look at that. I mean, it's late in the season. It's good to get some variance. Probably Adam will get caught up on wins by Owen at this point by next week. So I don't know. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> Adam's making a face. It's all right, bud. Don't worry. It's just a little one. Um, little jab. Uh, your Cowboys are playing, Adam, at home against the Cardinals. Another five-and-a-half-point line. This is a big game. Now, um, look back at Dallas's schedule and tell me what their best wins are because I count at Patriots was a win, Chargers, and then uh, look at the rest. There's, like, no win. I think one more win over a 500 team. So um, this is a good opportunity for them to just uh, – kill literally a wounded bird at home and uh, get some credit for it. So what you think here? Let's go with Owen first. Um, yeah, this one is a, a little bit tough to, to, to call here, <clears throat> but I just think I'm going to have to probably take Dallas here just based on the way the two teams are playing. I think Arizona, I think Kyler Murray still hurt. Uh, I know I kind of defended them uh, earlier. I think either last week or the week before, um, but yeah, I just think Kyler Murray's hurt. I saw him miss way too many throws last game that I think he would, he should normally make and, and would have made earlier in the season. So I don't think he's right. I don't think the team is right. And I think Dallas is playing as good as they've ever played. So I'm going to take Dallas. Unfortunately, that last part is true. Very sadly. Uh, Alex, what you got? Um, I'm actually locking this one in this week and I'm locking in the Cardinals. Whoa. <laughs> um, yep. Locking in the Cardinals, um, so they have three straight losses now. Um, they're they 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 need a win. They need a win. Um, I think they'll play a very competitive match. They'll prepare, um, you know, very well. They got they got stomped um, 
I mean, the Cowboys, sorry, the Cowboys stomped the football team. Probably kind of, you know, they're looking past this game. Oh, the Cardinals are hurt. Kyler Murray's not looking good. I think, uh, I think the Cardinals uh, really need to pull out a win here. And uh, I'm not going to panic. Uh, I think uh, that team is still there. They just got to find their rhythm again. And uh, this is on the road. And the Cardinals have only lost one game on the road this year. So um, I kind of like them on the road. So I'm going to take the Cardinals here. Wow. I was not expecting that. Yep. I wasn't expecting it. Adam Adams raised his hand on uh, Zoom right now. I mean, good for him. Good for him. It sounds like I think I know what he's going to pick. It's almost like that. It's almost like that. Um, I'll get my pick out of the way, Adam, for you because I like Dallas here. Um, I think it's a statement game. They can, uh, I mean, really, like I said, just put away the cards. This would be a pretty impressive win to get. And uh, I'm picking them to make the Super Bowl as of right now. So I guess they got to win this game by more than five and a half. Adam, go ahead. Just do it. Yeah, Stab I think me. Dallas. I think Dallas really needs that number one seed just because of uh, the Tyron Smith issue, the guy that gets injured after two quarters of football every time he plays. So they really want to let that guy rest. So this is a really big game for them. I think they're going to take care of business. The Cardinals don't look good. Um, Everything on Dallas looks good right now. Dak looks great. We were hating on him a little bit. So um, this is going to have to be a lock fight between me and Alex. I said I'm employing a new strategy, but no, I'm just going back to my old ways. Lock in Dallas. Let's get the win. Let's go. The new strategy is just go back to what worked in week four. I respect exactly. that. Adam, Adam, can I ask you a question about the yeah, what's Cowboys? Up? Um, do you think that Pollard is better than Zeke? Um, I think they have different skill sets. That's nope, a good non-answer. Good you should be a politician. Yeah. Yep. Well, who would you take as a running back? Not as a kick return or anything. Um, but if one could would... do that, that would be a bonus. I don't know. I honestly get I honestly get more hyped when Pollard has the ball because I feel like he has more potential to actually score. But um, yeah. I think Zeke is honestly better. But it's close. Mm. But it's a good mm. thing we have both. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. So on the rating of Adam's excitedness rating, Pollard gets like a 95 and Zeke gets like a 70. I just think Zeke yeah. is better at everything except for big plays. Like he's better at short yardage. He's better at receiving. He's better at blocking. And he's just obviously like been there longer so i feel like he just adds a lot other than like the big run so that's just my opinion though uh yes experience as a running back always key need that um sunday night football we've got the vikings and we've got the packers this is actually you know it's going to be i actually looked it up because they said zero degrees fahrenheit and uh what does that mean it means minus 20 degrees celsius just about so it's officially tundra time now i know what you're thinking Kirk Cousins in the tundra doesn't sound like a very pleasant idea. Uh, the line is Vikings plus six and a half. And uh, you might remember the Vikings also beat Green Bay earlier this year. So Rogers revenge time. I don't know. Big game in the tundra. What you think, Alex? Um, I think it is Rogers revenge time uh, at home. I think this is a I own you game. Um, I don't like Kirk. Um prime time and in a very cool game very very cool game um the vikings play in a in a dome stadium right and yep. uh you boys can probably say from experience it's 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 nice in there it's not super cold right oh it's warm it's yeah. warm it's beautiful yeah it's beautiful it's warm it's nice and toasty so now he's going to get thrown out into the tundra it's going to be a disaster for him um and uh you know i i, I think the the packers obviously need to win this game um, and they're also vying for that number one seed, so uh, it's a big game for them, and they should win this. Wow, I uh, Adam, I think you're probably going to agree with that, right? Yeah, um, I hate to give Owen props here, but I think he was uh, just a genius when he came up with the Kirk Cousins Sunday morning versus Sunday night situation. It really was and, uh, one of the great takes. I still think about it to this day. It's probably one of the best takes I've ever heard on this podcast. So credit to Owen. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go along with that take and take Green Bay at home in minus twenty. Like, what's Kirk Cousins gonna do? That's way too cold for him. He's traveling. Like, just give me the Packers, please. Oh, and uh, before you give your pick on this game, repeat the Kirk Cousins time theory for anybody who didn't catch it in the earlier episodes. I mean, the gist of it was, and Adam did roast me for this. He said that was the, I did, this was the I did. stupidest I... logic he'd ever heard. <laughs> and that was the best thing he's ever heard. Listen, so. it's not stupid. It's just different logic. I didn't respect it mm. at the time. Now I respect it. Okay. So credit to you. I appreciate it. But the uh, yeah, the gist of it is, you know, Kirk Cousins, 
he is uh, he'll be one of the best statistical quarterbacks and like super efficient but only if he's playing in like a like a morning like a sunday morning or like a sunday even an early afternoon game where he has time to like go play with the kids after he can like kind of you know no pressure he can go for a drive like a you know family dinner put the kids to bed bedtime story um but when he plays on sunday nights and especially monday nights i think it's like the pressure because you're waiting the whole day for the game uh you know you don't really get to see your kids that much after you kind of hit the cold tub go to sleep so i think he kind of gets a bit worried about those games and i think the pressure kind of gets to him and he tends to kind of fold especially monday night so never oh bet kirk God. cousins like unless the line's like 10 or plus 10 or more don't bet the uh vikings so you're and taking the didn't work last week it didn't work last week but that's a it, fluke it's you know you're not gonna bet 100 percent on these things but uh you'll get close so so you're on the packers i'm on the packers yeah long story short Okay, I like it. Yeah. I, Kirk also strikes me as a really early riser, like a 4.30 t- type of guy. Like the pot of coffee is on and in his like mouth by 4.40. So, you know, maybe he's tired by the time the night rolls yeah. around. I don't know. But I'm yeah. going with the Vikings because I think in this game, they're just going to hand the ball off and we're not going to have to worry about Kirk. And I think you can actually move the ball on the Packers. I think you can go up and down on them. So I'm going to take the Vikings to keep it close. And division game. So you know what? I like being the only man on that one. Speaking of division games, probably the game of the year, the game of the century, maybe. Monday night, Pittsburgh Steelers at home against the Cleveland Browns. 7-8 and eight against 7-7-1. Seven, seven and one. And now listen up. This is probably, probably, I mean, never say never, but this is probably the last time Big Ben plays at home, okay? This is probably it. So, you know, get your tears out of the way right now. I mean, this is probably it. And Heinz Field, Monday night, I looked it up as well, zero degrees Celsius. So it's not that cold, but, you know, it's a little bit cold. Big Ben, for his career against the Browns, 25-3-1. Tomlin, I mean, who eliminated the Steelers in the playoffs last year? Who embarrassed the Steelers in the playoffs last year? It was the Browns. Now we get the revenge game. And if you need the extra motivation, Big Ben, final game. It's going to be loud. It's going to be... A big Steeler victory. I can feel it. Probably like 20 to 3 type vibe because I don't think we can go over 20. So I'm going to go with the Steelers to win this one, but I'm not locking it in. I'm not locking it in because I got to do the randomize again. So, all right, I'm going with the Steelers. Um, so, Phil, normally on Steelers games, you like give your pick of the Steelers and then you like recommend the pick to us if you weren't a Steeler fan. So, on this one, are you recommending that we also yes. take the Steelers? Yes. Okay, for but, that reason, I will take the Steelers just because you always get it right when you recommend somehow. Like, you take the Steelers and you say, guys, if I were you, I wouldn't take the Steelers, and you're always right. So I'm just going to listen to you. Let's go, Steelers. Love the Steelers. Couldn't love them more. Alex, what you think? Yeah, I'm going with the Steelers too. Um, they've already beat their the previous matchup uh, against the Browns in Cleveland. They're playing at home. Like you said, big emotional game. I think Ben's going to – Ben is going to give it his best effort. Tom is going to cook up a nice uh, game plan. And uh, I don't know, man, Baker's Baker threw four picks on the Packers uh, defense. I think the Steelers defense is good too. So I'm expecting like three or four turnovers there as well. And um, I'd rather just get disappointed by the Steelers than being get disappointed by the Browns. So that's also my reasoning. Let's go uh, Steelers. That is great logic. What you'd rather get disappointed by. I think exactly advice for life. Really? Owen, are you going to sweep it with Pittsburgh? Uh, I hate to do it, but yeah, I am. I think that, uh, Oh no. Oh no. I think, yeah. I, first of all, great logic. I would rather much rather get disappointed by the uh, Steelers than get disappointed by the Browns for like the eighth time. I actually <laughs> saw an old screenshot on my phone of like a, so, like an Instagram, something on Instagram from a year ago. And my old profile photo on Instagram used to be Baker Mayfield, which was like shocking to me Ooh, to look back on. I remember that. Yeah. I do too. It was rough. Uh, what? Yeah. He broke my heart many times, and I'm not going to let it happen anymore. So I'm going to take the Steelers. And I think, like you guys all said, this is a big game for Pittsburgh. Uh, and uh, Baker's looked horrible. He looked like uh, ex-NFL quarterback last week. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Anyone jumping ship last second? <laughs> not me. You couldn't okay. You couldn't pay me. So I'm going with the uh, Steelers. Good, good. It's full sweep. All right, lock of the week time. Um, I'm going to do my randomization. And uh, Owen, you go first. Uh, yeah, so in this game, I'm going to ride with my boys, and uh, I'm going to take the Jets at plus 13 and a half <laughs> against Tampa Bay. Let's and go. at the end of the day, I think the Jets are playing the best football they played all year. Uh, we saw oh, well, that's saying something. 
Yeah. <laughs> it is saying something. It's saying that Zach Wilson's playing with confidence that I've never seen him play with. He's, uh, you know, running all over the field. He's throwing it however he wants to throw it. And they had basically their entire receiving core out last week, and they still managed to beat up on the Jaguars. Uh, and Braxton Barrios looked really good. I was watching the game with my dad, and he was like, that Braxton Barrios guy, really good. And I said, yeah, he is. He's really good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, too many points. The, the Jets are going to keep it close if they don't win outright. Owen, oh, are you are you sure you're not scared of uh, of a pissed off, agitated Tom Brady? Because the NFL uh, warned him about throwing iPads, or no, sorry, not iPads, Microsoft Surface iPads, oh, iPads, well, iPads. <laughs> you know, I am Surface a little bit worried. I am a little bit worried, uh, but uh, I think Zach Wilson will go toe to toe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If by toe to toe you mean you know walk like shake hands after the game, yeah, maybe they'll go toe to toe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my God, uh, you're going with the Jets, okay? And we already know about the lock off going on. Adam has the Cowboys. Alex has the Cardinals. Um, that's going to be a good one. That gives me something to watch in that game a little bit now, okay? Like I, I'm already cheering against the Cowboys. Now I got you know Alex on my side with the Cards. You know, it's nice. It's nice and if all else fails i pick the cowboys so you know it's like a win 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 um i landed on the dolphins titans game and i actually oh like this one i like tennessee minus three and a half i like it a lot miami's on one of really the worst seven game win streaks of all time <laughs> if it's possible they're on it that quarterback listen i don't want to get on the two and on guy but like i'm not a fan i don't think he's very good anymore uh he's got a very sheltered game plan tennessee needs this one to clinch the afc south i believe think that's right so i like them to run uh-huh. all over them they're at home miami gets exposed to me i think this is a big tennessee win they're playing for the free t-shirt if they win so i mean free t-shirts nothing's better so what Wait, motivation f- do you need phil were you not impressed by their win over uh book ian book might be the worst quarterback i've ever seen in my life and i watched peterman but ian book <laughs> is pretty terrible can I just remember say- when they said before the game he can run where was the running he didn't run the whole game <laughs> he was hilarious there's one play i saw where he <clears throat> was like it was like a bootleg and he so he ran out out of the pocket and like there was nobody open so you're thinking like this he's obviously like he had, he had the ball cocked like he's gonna oh. throw it out of bounds or something and then he just gets rocked out of bounds <laughs> and just takes like a 10 yard sack i was like what is this why even hold the ball up like you're gonna throw it if you're just gonna get thrown out of bounds 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage I think, he, I think he threw it away twice on fourth down. I was watching. I was like, <laughs> wouldn't you just, like, chuck it? Like, like I'm not a quarterback, but, like, doesn't that seem to make, like, the most sense? Like, I was literally like, – stop me if you've ever heard – if you ever hear anybody say this again. But I was like, just put in Bortles. It can't be worse than this. Just put in to, Bortles. He truly had some of the worst pocket awareness I've ever seen. Like, there'd be guys coming at him, and he would, like, not climb the ladder or step up in the pocket at all. They would just hit him, and it's like, oh, it looked like he was like getting hit from the from the blind side because he just had no awareness of guys coming right down in his face. It was impressive to see. He's going toe to toe with Taysom Hill though, because he's trying to prove his toughness. So, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. well, like he... I can run the ball too. Like, look how tough I am. <laughs> oh man, well that that him being so bad in combination with Miami defensive coordinator just basically running punt block every time he went back to pass <laughs> that. That made it uh, quite a quite a Monday night game. Never televise that again. God, what a mistake that was watching that game. Um, all right, so to recap the picks, we had a split room on the Rams game with me and Alex taking the Rams. It was me and Owen on the Chiefs. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Alex was the only one who liked Arizona. The rest of us liked Dallas. Uh, I was the only one who liked the Vikings. The rest of us liked the Packers. And I was on the Steelers, Owen was on the Steelers, Alex was on the Steelers, Adam was on the Steelers. And then locks of the week, lock off with Alex and Adam going at it in Alex's Cardinals, Adam's Cowboys, Owen's going back to the Jets, and I'm going with the Titans of Tennessee to get the win. All right, you want to do Genius of the Week or Bozo of the Week first? What do we think? Genius? Okay, Owen says Genius, and he gets to go first. Okay, so... Clear that throat. <laughs> Throw getting cleared. So, uh, it's uh, for uh, all the adults that listen to this podcast. It's uh, end of the year, which means it's kind of getting into uh, like tax season a little bit here. 
uh, where people are starting to look at their finances and, and what they've earned or what they've lost this year and uh, kind of figuring out what they might owe or not owe to the government. Um, that's, I mean, kind of the gist of it, right? Taxes. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Adds up. Adds Taxes up. are a thing I can confirm. <laughs> they are. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so tax season, IRS, which is the uh, the basically the tax collection agency of the of the uh, American government, released some uh, some new guidelines for uh, just taxes in general. Uh, and I'm going to read some of them to you. I thought this was um, this was very intelligent. This was genius of them. Helpful, said, educational. Hey. Yeah, super educational. iTunes U podcast. Yeah, iTunes U. We're trying to help you out here. So, <laughs> like, turn off whatever you're doing, stop the car, pull off to the side of the road, hazards on, like, take some notes. Um, the first note here is on stolen property. This is straight from their website, by the way. If you steal property, you must report its fair market value in your income in the year you steal it, unless in the same year you return it to its rightful owner. Okay. Mm. So, that's stolen property straight from the IRS. Next one is okay. illegal activities. Income from illegal activities, such as money from dealing illegal drugs, must be included on your income on Schedule 1, Form 1040, Line 8, or on Schedule C, 1040, Form 1040, if from your self-employment activity. Okay? So, for all our drug dealers out there. And then finally, bribes. If you receive a bribe, include it in your income. So, you know what? I don't really have much to say I, other than, you know, I, I just wanted to kind of educate our audience for if you have any stolen property. I know... You know, some people steal things and, and take bribes and sell drugs. So uh, just don't don't forget to report that on your tax statement. Nobody on this podcast. So let's get no, that. Let's no. get keep it a buck right now. No, we don't pay our taxes at all. So yeah, yeah. For other people. No, I'm just saying that's a really smart way to catch criminals, I think, because uh-huh. like you sit down to do your taxes and then there's nothing worse than when you get a question from the government and it's like, have you had stolen property? And then you're yeah. sitting there sweating bullets. You're like, damn. If I lie right now, that's super heat. And then, yeah. I mean, that's the best way to catch criminals, I think. So, because uh, honesty is the best policy. I'm sure they're going to yeah. psych out a lot of people with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to. It's like, what should I do about the, you know, stolen 1996 Toyota sedan in my driveway? Yeah. I got to report yeah. that right now. Yeah. 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 They got, they're got they like calculating its fair market value. They're going to account and trying to figure that out so they can report it on their form, 1040, their 1040 form. All right, Alex, you're up. Um, all right. So my genius uh, of the week is um, whoever is is betting anything right now, uh, gambling on sports. Um, congratulations to you, uh, because honestly, kudos to you. Good for you. I personally can't. I mean, I never gamble, but if I could, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> I just can't keep up with all the roster changes, the call ups. Um, taxi squads in the NHL, 10-day signings in the NBA, uh, Ian Book starting for the Saints on like one day's notice or however long it was. Uh, There's just so much stuff going on. So, I mean, if you're you're gambling right now and you're still making a profit, uh, you're a genius because, honestly, congratulations to you. I've tried a couple times. Uh, I'll go on and I'll be like, all right, what can I cook up? What kind of parlay here? And uh, I just can't do it. I can't do it. I, I guess I don't have the strength. So whoever is doing it, though, congratulations to I think you're a genius. My genius of the week is Michael Beasley, Mario Chalmers, and Tariq Evans. Um, three names you probably haven't heard in a little bit, and I know what you're saying. They're back. They're in the NBA with all these, you know, in the age of the 10-day, they got to be back. No, they're actually not back, but they're working on a comeback. And to do their comeback, they released a little hype video, the three of them, you know, working out together, cooking up an NBA comeback, and uh, they actually got a guy to join them. So for their sake, I hope they do make it back to the NBA, but here's who they got to join them, uh, John Wall. And the video says, John Wall, Michael Beasley, Mario Chalmers, and Tariq Evans training for an NBA comeback, I emoji, fire emoji. Uh, can't John Wall just come back like whenever he chooses to? He literally has a contract. He just needs to decide to play. So, you know, credit to these three gentlemen because, like, you know what? Like, this is kind of a dress for the job you want, not the job you have type situation. Like, you know, just get the guy who's in the NBA, somehow convince him to come with you, and then it gives you a little credibility. And John Wall, bro, like, I don't know. You don't need to come back. You literally, you're good. Just go play for the Rockets. Like, get off your couch. That's well, he, all I got to say. He's making a strong case for making an NBA comeback because, I mean, look at the guys he's playing against. I mean, those are Chalmers and Beasley, you know, holy smokes. Like when you, when you talk to your GM and he's like, well, who you've been training with? It's like, well, I've been 
Chalmers and Beasley. <laughs> kind of a big deal. Like it took a, like it took some phone calls to get them in that gym. So uh, so good for John Wall. Hey John, can you play tonight? Oh, I've been cooking Tariq Evans one on one. Yeah. Also, I, I looked at that video and those cuts. Let me tell you, they look horrible. Horrible. <laughs> horrible. Oh my god, they're playing like rec basketball in there, bro. Jeez, they're just kind of throwing up shots. Let's, Let's go get it tighten together. up there a little bit. Yeah, John. I mean, come on. You could pass to Jalen Green right now if you wanted to. All right, Adam, you got a genius of the week, bud? Yeah, yeah. So uh, my genius of the week is going to go out to someone who I've roasted before, but it's going to be Dan Orlovsky. So um, oh, an old is... clip. Yeah, yeah, an old clip from earlier in the season resurfaced recently. Um, so in week four, or it wasn't week four, in week six, when the Colts were uh, two and four, and the Patriots also looked terrible, and they were talking about who's going to make the playoffs in the AFC, and they were just listing just teams that were doing well so far. And Dan said, uh, give me a second here, and then he just went, I truly believe that the Patriots and the Colts are going to be in the playoff race when it comes to the end of the season. And pretty much everyone laughed at him back then, so I just want to give him a shout-out now. That was a genius take because right now it's looking like they're probably both going to make the playoffs, or at least one of them, which at the time we would have made fun of them for. So shout out to Dan. Well done. Way to go, Dan. Um, I actually saw that video, and he burst into the gritty after. So um, <laughs> he's not going to get my vote for Genius of the Week because that uh, was a bleach eyeball situation there. Um, I'm going to instead put my vote out for tax season, and I'm going to give Genius of the Week to Owen. Yeah, I'm going to go with tax season, too. Um, they've <laughs> great job by the U.S. government. Um, I've already heard their tax system's very complicated. Um, so uh, they're making it a little more simpler here by, you know, letting you know, hey, you know that stolen property we're thinking about? This is where it goes, bud. So uh, good for them. Yeah. I'm also going to put my vote on that one. Yeah, a lot of uh, people with stolen property are going to be able to sleep easy tonight for like the first time in years, probably. <laughs> Knowing they know where to, which forms they need to fill out. Uh, I'm going to vote for, I'm going to vote for, I mean, probably doesn't matter, but I'm going to vote for uh, uh, John Wall. Congratulations, John. Yeah. That's that's how you do it right there. All right, Bozo of the Week time. Um, I'll go, I'll go. My bozo of the week is Carson Wentz. Now, this isn't anything to do with, you know, how he now has COVID and he's going to miss time. Nothing to do with that. Nothing at all. But I'm sure some of us watch the Christmas game. It's kind of at a bad time on Christmas because that's like during dinner where we live. So I'm not, I'm not sure how many people saw it, but they flashed up a, a graphic during the game of his gifts to his O-line. Did you guys see what he got them? Yeah, I did. Okay, you saw you saw it? Yeah, some coolers. Um, from the top, he got the meat. So that's a good gift. Like meat, you know, it's solid. You know, everybody uses meat, especially when protein. you're in O-line. Yeah, protein, Tony. Um, and then he also got them some bourbon. I mean, not all of us, you know, I mean, solid gift, right? Okay. You know, mm-hmm. you can give it to him for that. And then he got them Yeti coolers and Yeti ramblers. That was sort of the headline. Now, this is sort of a personal vendetta, but... Coolers are the most overrated thing in the world. You have a fridge. You have a freezer. You give somebody a cooler, you're giving them more of a headache than you are a gift because they got to figure out where to store it, how they're going to take it home. Some people don't have big cars. So you know what? They're maybe just dragging that thing or they have to keep the trunk open with the bungee cords around it. Um, Just a bad gift. I'm not about it. And then he gave them Christmas cards on top of it. And you know on Microsoft Word, when you drag the uh the picture into the microsoft word document but it doesn't fill up the entire page so there's like just white borders everywhere he drags the picture in and the picture says merry christmas you filthy animal and then he typed out from deuce underneath because he wears number two so he's he's Mm -hmm. deuce um that gift is a deuce bro i'm i'm out so uh carson (laughs) wentz bozo of the week that's what i got Carson yeah. Carson Wentz is definitely the type of guy to get you Yeti cooler and not fill it up with ice, especially when there's meat in there. So when you open it up, it reeks. Um, so so that's definitely Carson Wentz. And Phil, also, I totally agree with your point about the coolers. So freaking overrated, especially the Yeti ones. People act like it's a PlayStation 5. Like, relax. Like, 
like settle down like there's it's a cooler like it can only do like like one thing like you can just keep your things cold so yeah oh man Carduce, yeah. man the other thing is like i feel like at christmas time these quarterbacks are kind of it's like kind of a competition at some level where they try and like out spend each other like i saw joe burrow got his his lineman like iced out g-shocks like they're just like diamond encrusted watches uh mac jones who's a rookie he's on a rookie deal is getting his guys like uh bitcoin. twelve thousand dollars in bitcoin yeah and oh then my. carson wentz is over here making like 50 million a year and he's getting like probably honestly probably used coolers probably just cooler because he's <laughs> hunted in and put stuff in before and then printed out cards like i know he didn't like there's no notes on there i know he just like printed out the same card 13 times and just wrote his name so and he's definitely using frank reg's printer no way that's his yeah. own so, so all i'm saying is if you're betting like prop if there's any prop bets for like over under on sack this week for carson wentz like hit the over i guess he's not playing but next time he plays like hit the over pound yeah the, the over is a hot take when he's definitely getting zero definitely <laughs> <laughs> true 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 two but weeks next, next week yeah yeah against the yeah. jags yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> spoken holes is spoken holes okay maybe that's don't okay that. that's yeah. okay alex bozo of the week what you got <laughs> All right, so uh, my bozo of the week is uh, it's it's kind of more specific uh, to where we live actually, um, and last couple of days it's been very cold. Uh, you guys already know all the fans uh, that uh, listen to us. You know we live in kind of a cold area, especially in the winter time. It went up to what like minus forty. Um, it got pretty cold, and it wasn't good. But the bozo are for sure the people that post on their Instagram stories that it's minus forty outside like wow i was waiting all day for you to post that because i don't know how to use the weather app myself like i you know i woke up early see who would post it first um you know what using the weather app's tough it's difficult to maneuver so uh thank you for your services to all the people that you know post on on the instagram and it's minus 40 thanks i, I didn't know that i couldn't the look out my champs. window yeah exactly open the door step out see that it's freezing so thank you uh to everybody to that does that yeah I like the people too that go the extra mile to make it even easier. It's like I couldn't open my weather app, and so you're gonna show it to me, and you're gonna circle the giant minus forty, like yeah. with like three circles around it, just in case I couldn't figure out what you're like. I maybe he was pointing to the humidity. You know what I yeah. mean? Like what's yeah, the parts per million? Guys, look at the air quality today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of numbers, Owen. So yeah. I agree with you. It, it can get really confusing sometimes with all those numbers there. So, so uh, once again, thank you guys for making yeah. it simplifying it for us dummies. Yeah. Um, wow. Look at that. Kudos to you guys, Owen. What you putting in bozo of the week? So this is a long time coming for me. Anybody that uh, I feel like most people, I think people, I've expressed this on the podcast before, but. Uh, I'm not a huge Carl Anthony Towns fan. I've said it before. I'm not afraid to say it, and I'll say it probably many times more. Uh, but I think he's extremely overrated. Uh, you know, I think he's a talented player, but I don't think he's uh, – he obviously hasn't won much, so I'm not a huge fan. But uh, he had a little a little drama this week, to say the least. Uh, and he basically – you know, he was on a live stream with Aiden Ross. I'm still trying to figure out who Aiden Ross is and how he got famous. Like He's yeah, like my biggest – like I feel old type of guy because i feel like i can i'm with it on most of these things like music cu like culture but he's one guy who i never heard of and then all of a sudden he's everywhere and i don't know what he does or how he got famous but that's a side note so I he agree. was in an interview with aiden ross i don't know how aiden ross is getting all these interviews not, but again beside the point <laughs> and he's talking about aiden ross goes what do you think about Westbrook?" and he basically goes he plays for stats man like he plays for that's what he is that's what he's about is stats and Kat, I don't know if he was expecting this, but he just opened himself up for just absolute, had to get absolutely broadsided by half of Twitter here. Uh, and Russ, Russell Westbrook, 2019, he had said, get to the effing playoffs before you speak to me. He said that to Carl Anthony Towns. And then a bunch of guys jumped on the bandwagon after this time. And he said, uh, Draymond Green commented, uh, he, he sounded off in the comment section of the video. And he said, I once watched, once watched from the bench due to us beating the T-Wolves. And he was in the game down 20 with two minutes to go. Come on, man. Stop talking to people about the bros and yelling this is a brotherhood. So a little shot there. Uh, and then Joel Embiid came in and just absolutely finished him off. Like, like, like I don't know, like a deer that you hunt and put in a Carson Wentz cooler. Like, it was rough. He said, imagine talking after a 20-point loss. You hate to see it, LMAO. Go ahead using that pick of me care, uh, caring about losing in the second round of the playoffs. Oh, wait, you've never been there. You don't know what it's like. No cap, boy. Finally won, 10, finally won three games, and he's talking. I know you ain't talking. Uh, you've been soft your whole life. That's why you were treated 
you're treated like a like a baby by you know who i ain't gonna put your business out but i got the facts about you don't get it twisted i own you all caps damn yeah so that was by Ka- uh, joel Embiid. <laughs> he murdered and, him uh, in broad daylight <laughs> yeah it was rough so cat uh you're like honestly you're not a terrible player but you're it's really true like you've been in the league for like six or seven years and outside of the one time you had jimmy butler and, and somehow crawled your way to an eighth seed you haven't won anything in the league so you, sh- you should just not talk about anything ever uh, unless you like win like let's win a playoff game or like a playoff series without jimmy butler first i think they got sweeped that year by houston uh five five, five. okay well, give him well, some credit he's here. got something under his belt boy smokes well that's probably why he yeah. felt you know he could rattle off that sort of a comment i do have yeah. a playoff Hey, yeah. I mean, he's got that under his belt. You got to give him some credit for that. That was a sick win. Jeff Teague went off, by the way. I uh, remember it. Um, uh, Adam, do you have Vabozo of the week or no? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Whoa, double. Double. Wow. Double. My Bozo of the week is going out to anonymous 49ers wide receiver. So um, Phil oh. shared this with me, which is why I saw it. But um, the 49ers did a gift exchange like with the wide receiving core so they set it at a one thousand dollar minimum which i don't know if you guys have done i mean i do know if you have because you have but normally we set a maximum budget for gift exchanges but i guess when you're rich you do a minimum so um that's an interesting way to approach it but um so they were listing all the gifts that all the guys got so some like expensive shoes i don't know what else was there but basically a lot of yeah NFT. nft nft was a good one i like that um and then one guy gave another player just a thousand bucks just cash a thousand bucks like hey i know you spent more than a thousand bucks on someone else's gift but i'm just gonna give you the minimum so here you go like buy your own thing so um yeah that's a bozo like what are you doing at least think of something like money doesn't matter to this guy just get him a gift like do something so that's my bozo i agree so yeah so lame and it's definitely Ayuk. probably is i'm guessing he forgot yeah, that's, that's an Ayuk like, type move. I mean, yeah. forgets to show up, you know, on time to games, and he gets benched for five weeks, and you know, yeah, forgets to Honestly, buy Secret Santa. It was probably him. It was probably him. <laughs> Get exposed. Uh, I'll vote for. Uh, I'll vote for the for the cat. I'll vote for Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, I'm voting cat too. You can't be hitting on Westbrook like that. Mm. Mm. Oh, um, you can. That's definitely the, why. Not the part I had a problem with. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Adams. I liked Adams because that's a true bozo. That's a b- big time bozo. Um, all that, whoever his, his, whoever was expecting that gift from him was probably hyped. Uh, you know, I'm going to get a sick gift. Like it's going to be something cool. And next thing you know, it's just a, a thousand cash apps transfer. It's just so, a refund. It's can, ba- hold basically, on. basically. So uh, I'm not a fan of that. And that's uh, bozo. You got to do better. Can I ask a question? What, like, what is the difference between giving a thousand dollars cash and giving a thousand dollars of Bitcoin to somebody? Like to me, that seems almost just as lazy. Isn't a Bitcoin yeah, harder? At least you thought about it. Harder? Like at least if like you're harder to get. Big... Yeah, like this guy just took cash out I don't of his know if wallet and gave it to the guy. Maybe it is. Also, the Bitcoin in like a couple years could be worth like so much more than just a thousand. So yeah, I think but, that's yeah. the advantage. I guess that's true. That is true, but at the same time, in defense of Ayuk. The... Whoever gave it to, like Jeff Wilson or whatever it was, just could have could have just like put the thousand dollars into Bitcoin. So maybe that's what is. Maybe there was a conversation we didn't hear. So, maybe we're maybe we're ill informed. I don't. Maybe know. Maybe it was here's a thousand bucks. I don't know how. I don't know what Bitcoin is or like how to set it up. But like put this in Bitcoin. Maybe that's what it was. Here's some money for you, but yeah. here's what you need to do with it. Yeah, yeah. it's more of a job than a gift. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and your big vote here. What are you putting in? What was yours, Phil? Wentz. Oh, yeah. And what was yours, uh, Alex? Uh, the Instagram people. Oh, this was a okay. stacked week. Yeah, oh this was gosh. a good one, wow. honestly. I might go with the Instagram people. Let's go. I'm yeah. give yourself the win. Congratulations to Carl Anthony Towns on Bozo of the Week and Genius of the Week to the government of the United States of America. Congratulations, guys. Um, it's time for no conclusive evidence, and uh, I'll get mine out of the way really quick. Jacksonville obviously has a head coach opening. Um, they're going to be hiring a new head coach, and they're interviewing Jim Caldwell. Listen, um, 
just kiss. This is literally my dream right here. The coach with no personality, the team with no personality. Let's make it happen. Now, in defense of Jim, I mean, his teams usually do okay. Uh, so, I mean, I don't want to make fun of the guy, but, I mean, he literally has never made a facial expression in his life. I never think about the Jags unless, you know, they have Urban Meyer. So let's just make this marriage happen, and I don't have to think about you for the next, I don't know, three, four years. Let's do it. Jim Caldwell to the Jags. Perfect match. No conclusive evidence. Uh, I guess I can go here for my next uh, no conclusive. And we kind of already talked about it a couple weeks ago on the pod, uh, but I need to get it off my chest. Uh, and it's uh, in relation to Spider-Man. Um, so I watched it a couple of weeks, uh, last week actually. And uh, no conclusive evidence. Um, no conclusive evidence is that self-awareness is lacking big time. So I uh, finished, you know, I went to the movie theater, watched Spider-Man. I was pretty hyped about it. And, uh, you know, I went in, it was packed theater. I was like, all right, like, it'll be cool. Um, I thought I kind of escaped some of the diehards uh, since I watched it maybe like five, six days after it came out, but I was big time wrong. Um, so I get being hype. I get that, you know, it's a really highly anticipated movie, um, but like settle down. Like we're all adults, like, and you know what? I don't, I don't hate cheering every once in a while. But if you're cheering after every time Spider-Man shoots a freaking web, um, like you need to leave the movie theater. Like, and also not all the jokes are funny. Like I, like last time I checked, I don't think Spider-Man's a comedy um, or at least marketed as a comedy. So like, it's really not that funny. Like you don't have to laugh at every joke. Um, I'm trying to hear the movie. Um, maybe next time put subtitles on cause I couldn't hear anything. And, uh, and also side note, for the person that was coughing behind me the entire time, uh, maybe like leave the theater. And like that person was getting nasty looks at me the whole time. Like also once again, self-awareness, like COVID's still a thing. Maybe don't go to the movies. Um, so yeah, it, it, it they made it difficult for me. So yeah, self-awareness is lacking. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting for that take for weeks. Oh man. Getting get the text from Alex after he got out of the movie theater was one of the highlights of my year. Oh, He's like, just watch Spider-Man. One of the worst nights of my life. Never going back to a theater if a Marvel movie is playing. And it was just like 10 texts in succession. I was like, oh my God, what happened to this guy? You would have thought somebody like, you know, ate his popcorn, like flipped his drink and spilt it on oh, him. Oh, well, now that you mention it, before the movie even started, no, now no. you reminded me, before the movie even started, the people behind us were so rowdy. Whatever, like, it's cool. You're excited for the movie. Guy freaking trips, spills like half his popcorn on me. Like, hot start, buddy. <laughs> Holy, my God. Is the movie good out, please? I love the movie. The movie was a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Go check it out. Like, it was an unbelievable movie. I, uh, it was a great movie. I phenomenal, just I, some would say. I, phenomenal, as some would say. I, I, I recommend, you know, go watch it. But the people around me didn't make it super enjoyable. And then Maybe I stand just... up when the movie ends. And all the popcorn freaking spills because I can get it all out of my jacket. <laughs> so you're saying great movie, watch it, but watch it at home. I can get that watch it at that. home. Watch it at home. Yeah, yeah. Extremes or whatever. Yes. Yeah. The best part is Alex is going to be like three weeks in the future, like a month in the future. He's going to be wearing that same jacket and he's going to shove his hand in his pocket because it's cold and he's going to have like popcorn kernels in there, just reminding him over and over again of that wonderful yeah. night. Maybe a starburst wrapper. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was giving Karen looks all night, turning around, <laughs> nasty looks. I respect That's it. Awesome. Oh, and you got a big take here. I do, I do. So my no conclusive evidence this this uh, week is that uh, for all our we've, we've been on this beat before, but there's a lot of guys, old wash up guys. We mentioned a couple of them. Tyreek Evans might be some of them. Might be one of them. Uh, you know, Jamal Crawford, those type of guys. But if you don't get signed now by an NBA team and this isn't like the revival of your career, you need to get off Twitter and you need to never talk about an NBA comeback ever again. Like you should be kicked off and banned because this is like, I saw Greg Monroe got signed the other day. Uh, and I was, that's a name I forgot even existed. Like, it's just, this is the time if you've been training, if you really have like moves in your bag that nobody's ever seen before that you just haven't considered bringing to light. Uh, now's the time to bring them out. And if you're not getting signed, like, those moves should stay in the bag and we should never hear about that bag on Twitter ever again. If, uh, if any NBA GM is listening to our podcast right now, which I mean, could, you know, could happen is mm -hmm. highly likely. Um, mm -hmm. our boy, Larry Sanders. Uh, oh, yes. please, please. Let's please. take him out the art studio and put him on the court. Please. I love this guy. Remember when I he flipped him, off all the refs and got kicked out? <laughs> 
Like, what are you doing signing Greg Monroe? Like, sign Larry. Does Larry want to play? Yeah, he might not want to. Yeah, he know. might not. That's well, the only problem. <laughs> play. 10 days, dude. I'm only asking for 10 days, bro. Yeah. Let's yeah. see what you got. Yeah. Side yeah. note, remember when Greg Monroe in one year played for, like, the Sixers, Bucks, Celtics, and Raptors? It was like yeah. he was Did doing a whole world tour. Too? Yeah. That I mean, year? Or was that before? Got, I think, I don't know. It could have been. You could have been. Yeah, you never know. Now he's just on the T-Wolves getting buckets. Shout out to Greg Monroe. I kind of always liked Greg Monroe, so it's worth it. Me too. Adam, do you have a take? Yeah. Um, so three CTV, for three. Yeah, wow. What can I say, boys? What can I say? Um, so CTV posted this article, and uh, I'll just read the title to you. Um, so it's our shaved heads going to be the look of 2022. Ah. And then if you look into the article, they say Demi Lovato shaved her head and is looking great. Is this going to lead the charge into a new year of buzz cuts? So um, my, my take is the last time Demi Lovato did something, I didn't think it became a trend. So um, no, I don't think buzz cuts are going to be a thing. Yeah, I mean, that's a totally, totally rational person that you'd want to model your life decisions after. Yeah, so. exactly. exactly. Not, not the best role model. So, yeah. Is she trying to look more like aliens? Because I know. <laughs> or sorry, the A-word. Sorry. Sorry, the A-word. Because I know she has a hot new show. She has a hot new show. I think it's like, it's tracking aliens or something. And she's trying to mark it, maybe. Just oh, blend in. Try to go undercover. <laughs> yeah, it's a little undercover boss situation here. Yeah. Undercover <laughs> boss. Oh no. Oh no. That was quite a take. Thank God that Alex was. brought up the bald heads. Oh man. Well, look out, A words. Here she comes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, that was definitely as far as zooms go. That was a ten out of ten. We're all so far away. It's hard to you know keep up with each other. But uh, that was good. Way to go, everybody. What can you do? You got to go on your nice little, you got to go on your vacation. You got to hit up, uh, you know, get some rest, but uh, we're still, we're still doing great. Yeah. Thriving. Someone would say. Tens. Yeah. Um, Next time we talk to you guys, it'll be 2022. Yep. Wow. Imagine that. Imagine that. So um, any parting words before we uh, send it off here? What What great way to finish off 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Great way to finish it off uh adam changes background about 10 times so like yeah nice yeah yeah not at all distracting yeah it was good yeah. Um, we're gonna have to start like... selling tickets to be in our zooms live uh, just so you can see adam flip through the screens yeah, yeah it's it was mostly just pictures of me as i as i aged in life yeah <laughs> that was nice nice little it was, a couple of it was basically a fill powerpoint <laughs> wow this <laughs> is also the first time I've ever seen the like Adam's room. Looks very uh Oh, I've been in very there. clean. Well, happy new year to all you guys. And uh I hope you all have a great New Year's Eve and I hope you all get to, you know, do the things you want. You're not alone or isolating or anything like that. That's all I really got to say. Anything else to add for anybody before we go? Happy New Year. Thanks for supporting. Yeah, very sweet, Phil. I second those words. Yeah, I'm I'm a sweet guy. Yeah, that's what you I'm are. about. Yeah, thanks. Um, all right, we'll t- we'll see you guys on uh, Monday, January third. Monday, January third. So uh, get excited. Enjoy your New Year's. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you then.